On this episode of the Hasbins Podcast, Cam, Rell, and Keith discuss the twists and turns of NBA free agency, Ice Cube's Big 3 Basketball League, women in the world of basketball, and the state of the current AAU circuit. Enjoy. Welcome to the Has Been's Podcast brought to you by none other than the Wildcard Sports. Wildcard Sports is a sports media company founded and ran by yours truly, Cam Williams. Wildcard Sports looks to bring you sports and pop culture in one experience. We are a brand, but more importantly, we are a lifestyle. We keep it real, we keep it raw, and we keep it fresh. All sports, all culture, all the time. You can find us online at thewildcardsports.com, Facebook and Instagram at wildcardsports. Another shout out to my good friend Chance Smith for the song on our intro. The title of the song is Pace on his latest work, Geechee Romantic. Dope project from top to bottom. Check it out on all major streaming platforms. Introducing to you, my good friend. Been a long time. We've been working on this for, what, years? Years, man, years. <laughs> We've been talking about this shit for years. Um, has-beens, man. You remember the first conversation we ever had when we came over that name? Oh, yeah, bro, man. Shoot, man. It's been a long, long time coming, man. A whole lot of discussions, a whole lot of... Uh, pauses on the discussions, a whole resuming the discussions on it. I mean, it's been a long time coming, man. I'm glad to see something come to fruition. Been a long time. Uh, and then also introducing, got my my good other good friend, Keith Florino in the building. Yo, yo, man. I'm just happy to be here, man. Glad to be included. <laughs> you know, they, they did a lot of leg work, you know, but I'm just here, you know, throw my two cents in about what I know. And finally, we got our boy, Kel, running the mic, moderating, keeping us on the line, and moderating the levels. That's right. So don't be talking all that bullshit today. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump right into it. So the Warriors have fallen, Zion's been drafted, and the offseason's here. So NBA free agency 2019. So what's up with it? Well, you know, the way I look at it, the number one domino, Pat McCall. Got to be signed. <laughs> Got to be signed. Pat McCall, man. Three for three. Two with the Warriors. Two with Toronto, man. I'm one with Toronto. Just got oh, one. one, one don't, don't give him no more, man. Don't <laughs> give him no more than he deserves. <laughs> Look, he going June 30th, I'm at his door, 6 p.m., pitching to him, trying to figure out what he's trying to do. That's Day one. <laughs> hour one, second one. Lock him in the room like Doc Rivers, you feel me? Oh yeah, man. Pat McCall, man. He uh he three for three. Good luck, Charm, man. You gotta stay where he at. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Honestly. But let's get right into it for real, for real. We'll go with the get the big chips out the way. What we got? Kawhi first. Oh yeah, man. Kawhi, he the king maker, man. King of the north. He, he, he's definitely the first domino to fall, man. Uh see where he's going. He's linked with who? Uh Toronto and Clippers, two man race. Uh, he he out here meeting with uh allegedly the Mavs got a yeah. meeting the Sixers got a meeting I um, say the Lakers may get involved but I don't think the Lakers got a chance I don't think yeah. I don't, I don't think, think he want to team up with Brian like that I, I don't want to see it personally but you know 
nah, this this day and age, you never know what might happen. I think he should stay in Toronto, honestly, because I just look at that bag that he's going to leave out there, and it's just like it's not a situation where he can really jump into and it's going to be better than what he had, like, other than being at home. I, I agree with that, but, uh, you know, with that Supermax thing, man, it's kind of uh, – you see a lot of guys, uh, it seemed like that money is not – I mean, it's a $50 million yeah. dollar sound like a lot does, but it seemed like a lot of guys are like – Hey, I'll stick here. I'll stay and take that one, what, 70, 180, as opposed to that 221. They kind of like, hey, man, it's that 40 mil. Yeah, we got to think about the fact that, like, these players are on the seat. Like, they, they traveling all the time. They don't get to see their family. You know, they're in ho- these hotel rooms. You want to be around your family for the whole time. Yeah, I guess definitely. It definitely, I guess, plays a role in it and definitely uh, probably where they are in their careers, too. Probably Kawhi, he done done everything he needed to do. He done won the title, finals, MVPs, all that. He probably don't care about 80 million at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think it differentiates on, on, on the person, honestly. Yeah. Um, like I said, everybody has their different values. It seems like Kawhi values family. Home. Right. You know, which is why I still think he stays in Toronto. Yeah. You know, but I can't see him with the Clippers just because he's one of those laid-back type of superstars. Right. And just being on the Clippers, that's going to have you in the in, in – the, in the background right. with LeBron already there and right. with the Lakers, so he can still play in the background. But I think Toronto be his best fit. He can be the, like you said, king of the north, king right. of the east, you <laughs> know, king of everything. King yeah. everything. Yeah, on he's that side, unless KD come, yeah. you know. And he's a low maintenance guy, man. You know, you, uh, I don't into, know about that, man. He he, he high Uncle Dennis, well, Uncle I, Dennis well, got him high well, maintenance now, nah, man. They, right. Well, you you see know, what the when Raptors I say doing. low maintenance, I mean more so like you know being that LA spotlight, like you said. But with Toronto, man, like, you know, they have a proven, you know, proven record now. They done proved to him, you know, he didn't play in any games, back-to-back games. Every game back-to-back he sat out. You know, he played 60 games. So that load management, that keeping him healthy thing, I think he really enjoyed that, you know. He got to get on the floor, man, for real. He gotta <laughs> get that's high maintenance. He got to get on the floor. You know, that's my guy. Yeah. Well, Adam Silver did state that, the load management thing was because he was coming off the injury, uh, injury. But with that being said, do y'all think a lot of more superstars are going to start doing that now? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and my first guy who definitely needs to take that Kawhi load management thing is LeBron. I mean, you look at it, bro. LeBron, by the time he's done next season playing, bro, he's going to be like the third most in minutes played like all time. So outside of like Kareem and what Carl Malone, who played 20 seasons, LeBron is literally already there as far as minutes played. You know what I mean? So, in saying that, what would help with that is, who you think is going to be his third running mate? You think they wow. just spread yeah. that cap space out? Or you take, take D'Lo, you take Kemba, uh, Jimmy Butler. I personally I personally think they should spread it out. But, yeah. like I said, it, it's, it's hard funny. not to want that third superstar. All right. It's funny because me and Cam was talking uh, about it in – this has kind of went under the radar within all their cap space and stuff, but Lakers have a cap hole on Reggie Bullock, which is four point five mil. So you know when people I haven't verified this. Uh, <laughs> so when they say you know Lakers got twenty three mil, they with the cap space of Reggie Bullock of the four point five, um, they don't necessarily have that. They can renounce him, but when you only got you know the players they have. Do you want to renounce that guy? Considering you know that four point five million is a very, very 
low calories. Sp- I think it depends space. on what they decide to do as far as the direction. So if you right. want another superstar, then you got to go. Right, you know, Rail, Rail know what he's doing right now. He's trying to irk my nerves. <laughs> That's really what he's doing because we don't understand. We got the house already on June 30th. We got the two biggest players in the game. Can't no, there's no combination you can put together that's gonna trot on the floor in 2020. That's gonna trump what we got. So why you over here trying to take away our cap? I'm not. He, he just, make, he just. Next thing we gonna. St- next thing he gonna say Timothy Moss guy is still on our books. No, so he's just taking our cap space every day. Hey man, he a, he a Kings fan, so you know he was hey, a Kings fan. I don't, I don't. Oh, he I don't, gave up on. Yeah, I, he, I, I'm not a Kings fan, but uh, <laughs> as a former Kings fan, they should let Willie Cauley Stein go. If we just throw that out there, let that man go. So, so free Willie. So let's go ahead and get this out of the way now. Free Willie. Real is a professional, dedicated, and avid Laker hater. Um, it all stems back to. Uh, what year was that? The playoff series? Oh, oh three, man. Oh, oh three, Western yeah, Conference. That's a long time ago. T- yeah. Tim Donahue actually long, went to jail. That's a long time to hate somebody. Can't, he, can't. How many people do you believe in jail? Like, how many people in jail do like after you go to jail? How can I believe your story? All right, but can we admit that Tim Donahue went to jail for fixing Game Six? Can in, we in two thousand three? Can we can we admit that the Kings missed twenty free throws in that game? 20-plus free throws in that game. Yes. Tim Donahue didn't miss them free throws. He didn't miss those free throws. And he caught a lot of fouls, but he didn't miss those free throws. Okay, but can we also account for the fact that the Lakers shot 40 free throws in the second half alone that game? Let's move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the next guy. Well, KD? Think, uh, yeah, I guess KD is interesting, you know, what he's going to do. Yeah, so well. Uh, Today, KD opted out his his uh, player option, so I mean, that's, that's just, which makes sense. Yeah, that's just, I, that's to, just to basic. me that's to me that's telling, and this is why it's telling because if he was to ever consider that rehab option, I think the only rehab option would have been the one plus one. Nope, he's signing five years. Five years, baby. He's five, sign five years. No. Ain't no one plus one. No this one is it plus right one. here. I think this is it. So, so for him as yeah. far as his next five, four to five years is what he signed. Right, so that's what I'm saying. I think it takes the Warriors out. You know, the only way you get five years is with the Warriors. With the Warriors. You know, <laughs> but it, so you think he's just going to stay the five years? Yeah. No leave. Oh, Lord, no. Uh, you really think he's going to stay? I think he's going to stay. I don't. Only for the simple fact, and this is like a narrative I'm probably speaking on a little bit. I, you know, KD got a whole lot of hate as far as the Warriors don't need him. You know, the, Rapt- yep. the Raptors beat him. That people see that, and people that see the Warriors them. need him. So when KD comes back, man, KD is coming back, and he's not coming back as a guy who jumped on a seventy-three win team. He's coming back as the guy that the Warriors actually need, need yeah. to win a championship. Granted, Clay got hurt, and I still think they might have won with Clay. Right, right. But we have to go with what we saw. Right, what right. we saw was they needed KD. <laughs> yeah, so, so, y'all, needed KD. so y'all both stuck in saying. KD going back to the Warriors. Yes. I don't think so. I don't think. You don't so. Think, so. Just, you don't I don't think, I don't think okay. he's going back. But like okay. I said, I can see, I can see him going back. I still think he's going to play with Kyrie and one of, the, and probably in Brooklyn. And I didn't think he was going back either. However, that injury changed things for me. And like me and Keith were just discussing, the narrative has changed, revolving him and being on that Warriors team. I think the entire season he was his mind was already I made agree. up to leave. I totally agree. Steph Curry, Steph Curry team, the Steph Curry right. team, they don't need him, 73 and 9. All right. Gets hurt in the finals, he has to rethink. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm, I, I think he out of there. I just like like y'all said. I think y'all took all my words. I don't want to keep going and beating that dead KD horse. I think he's out of there. And I thought that it was the Knicks, but I think Kyrie gonna smooth operate him over there to Brooklyn. And speaking I, of Brooklyn, then how about moving on? Okay, uh, let's say for instance KD does re up with the Warriors. If you're Brooklyn, you got D'Angelo as a restricted. You got. Kyrie, who they're you know in cahoots with, rumors Kyrie going. Um, is Kyrie enough as a player to take him on without a Durant so, or a second player? So we talked about this one earlier, right? I got I, I look at it two different ways. So for the the Nets perspective, if you upgrading to a player like Kyrie Irving, when you look at the plus minus price difference between him and D'Angelo Russell. You you take Kyrie Irving every time, no matter who come with. Him. Right, right. Um, What's a five million dollar difference, something like that? Not somewhere. much, yeah. yeah. Not much. Oh, yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, it's like yeah. D'Lo probably going for twenty three to twenty five, and and Kyrie going for thirty one, thirty two. Right, something, like, something that. like that. Yeah. So like the it's just like it's no brainer. You go get him and the leadership, all that that leadership talk. I don't. But who? Hear all that. Kyrie Irving is my favorite point guard. I, I love Steph Curry. Kyrie's my number one. Right. I don't see a lot of guys want to play with Kyrie though. That's Besides what I'm getting. Kevin at. Durant, like exactly. he's shown, he he's got that Kobe effect. And like, Kobe's my favorite player of all time, so he's got that Kobe effect where not a lot of guys want to play with Kobe. Right. Man. I I think it's less of the Kobe effect and just more. I think people know that he's just not that type of guy that's just going like he's not a put you over the top type he's guy. He's not going to carry your team. No, he's, he's definitely not. He's just I mean, not a LeBron turn like LeBron's greatness. He was able to carry the load of two people because what Kevin Love didn't give, LeBron was able able to give. And I don't think Kyrie is that guy that you bring in. It's like not. It's not, not just Kyrie though. I, I think I think we got kind of spoiled with, with Steph Curry. I think they have yeah. the perfect team. Right. So I don't think you can win with just a point guard as your best player. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, not. So you know, Kyrie's just not the. Yeah. How many times that happened in history? Exactly. Though? Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. And, and like Isaiah. I said, they had a perfect yeah, team one, almost. One more, wasn't it? No, not Isaiah. really. Isaiah. Isaiah. Chauncey Billups. Well, I say you could argue, argue Chauncey Billups yeah. was the best player, but you had Rip Hamilton all yeah, star, Rasheed, all them all star, yeah. everybody. So yeah. yeah, I believe the same thing. Yeah, people try to discount that fact, but some of the best, you know, franchises and dynasties that we've seen come from systematic teams. You know, you look at you know the Pistons, you look at the Spurs, you look at all these teams that have perfectly constructed teams, and you know Kyrie yep. just doesn't fit that. Let me tell you something: championships are won. With, yeah, generational talent. Yeah, those teams bro. you just named, Tim Duncan is Tim, arguably genera- the greatest, generational superstar. Yeah, Shaquille yeah, but how do you get more than one ring? You know, how do you continue the success? You know, LeBron can carry, drag a team to to the you know finals every year, but how do you consistently win? Man, it's just staying healthy and, and, and it's, luck. Luck. it's luck. luck. It's, it's luck. luck. The Warriors luck. had the best team coming into the season by far. Injuries yeah. took them all down. the odds. Favorite Warriors. I mean, people's like Warriors or the field, and people, yeah, people were taking the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it's it's plenty of years where you could have looked at their path and they could have easily went down and just something worked in their favor. Right. Yeah. Like the first year, Injuries. I think they won it. I think Mike, what, Conley, Mike Conley, Conley went down yeah. one series. I think somebody in the Pelican Kyrie series got Kevin hurt. Yeah. Every series it was like somebody getting hurt. Yeah. And um, injuries and are a part of the game. But, but in saying down. all that about Kyrie Irving. D'Angelo Russell's done it one year for me. So if I if I Fair. if I got a chance to take Kyrie, I know playoff Kyrie might be the best player in the league. Playoff Fair. Kyrie. Fair. So 
you know, D D Lo, he look he look good. He yeah. look good like while oh, we yeah. trade him for Lonzo Ball. Yeah. yeah. But um it's hard yeah. to look hindsight fifty fifty. I know Cam's love him some Lonzo Ball. I'm so happy he gone. <laughs> you know. He's a great defender. But I, I just don't see that jump shot coming along. L- listen, we you can't keep D Lo in the locker room with that. You it's either do you choose D'Angelo Russell and he's not a LeBron James generational talent, do you choose him or your franchise? I disagree. The guy he offended was gone. Nick Young was gone. gone. Right. Was gone. Right. He's gone. You already chose. You chose D Lo over Nick Young, which right. is smart. And he was he was a teenager, you know what I mean. It was a dumb mistake. He was a dumb mistake. He was a teenager. He could have called. He could have called Nick Young fade real quick. We could have ended it and called it a day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I would have reacted to that. I just feel like I, I don't know what I would have did. But uh, Nick Young, hey, Nick Young got a ring. We ain't seen yeah. Nick Young sing. Nick, Nick Young living life, man. Living he living life. life. I think he glad he died. He did not ruin Nick Young's life. Let me tell you. Yeah, Nick Young living yeah, life. I might get a little bit of hate for this, but people keep on talking about like this Kyrie D'Angelo comparison. I feel like D'Lo has a chance to like you know surpass him. He got a chance, but then it's also a chance he stays right where he is. Right, he's and young. That's never if he stays where he is. It's never for five million dollars. I take Kyrie. Yeah, extra. And, yeah. and D'Angelo's young, but uh, we saw what happened when the when the Sixers got on the Nets and D'Angelo got. Locked up by Ben Simmons, like completely locked up. So, speaking of the Sixers, uh, Jimmy Butler's a free agent. Yeah. Do you think that they re-sign him? Do you think that's the best deal to re-sign him? Especially what talking about Ben Simmons. Yes, his defense looks fantastic, but that offensive game is not coming along like we thought. So, first off, my boy Jimmy need to just take his bag that they offer him. That's what he need to uh, do. Yeah, if I'm Jimmy. Uh, if I'm Jimmy, I'm I'm going to the Sixers and I'm saying Max or or I'm walking, because it, to be honest, what what is the Sixers' plan B if they don't get Jimmy? He has all the leverage. He, do, he does. They capped out. And it's That's like, what I'm saying. They like capped we out. Take, we either going to get Are them y'all sure them. that they're capped out, though? I don't think they're capped With out. With their plans? I mean, it's either they keep JJ Tobias. Reddick's a free agent. Tobias a free agent. Jimmy a free agent. I think you can go after they, Kawhi Leonard. They paid and beat. And Ben Simmons still on a rookie deal. But Ben I Simmons, Simmons extension right? coming it, up. It's coming up. But this year. You go into the luxury. You still got this summer to sign somebody. Well, yeah, you got summer. But when you, when you think about it, uh, they get a meeting with Kawhi, but is it just is it really a meeting or is it a genuine that, interest? Somebody check on that cap space. Somebody yeah, check, on check, the check, on check on the cap space, man. I mean, yeah, you can check on it, but like I said, uh, I'm pretty sure. Like I said, JJ Reddick, we talking about making between sixteen and twenty million. That's off the cap. Yeah, off real. Jimmy Butler, what making what? He already got to be twenty million. He, I'm talking about right, right now, now, though. He got to be yeah, making 21, good 20. 20, 20 That's 20. off the books. Tobias Harris, what he making 20, 15, between well, fifteen and twenty. Well, Kale gonna get us a cap space, but that's beyond the point. I think he should take the max deal. Oh yeah, there. I think he there. And, and, and where could he get a max fit. anywhere else? For, for the sake of Jimmy Butler, listen, he need to get out of there as he take the max. I know it's gonna look bad muscling your way out of three straight teams, but he. Not oh, you talking about get the max and then that, so you saying sign and trade? Sign and trade, but not that garbage. Not the garbage with the Rockets. 
So <laughs> yeah, I'm finna say it's the only sign of trade been that's linked to. Three bad attitudes. Yeah. I, think, I think, but honestly, real talk, I think the Sixers is the best fit. It is. Ben Simmons is young, impressionable. Right. Joel Embiid is not a dominant leader like yeah. that. He's the I alpha. I think Jimmy guy. can be yeah. the alpha. And Jimmy is definitely. You, you, he showed it in the playoffs. Like when they needed a bucket, it's, it's Jimmy. Only thing they need after that is point guard. I don't like guard. how y'all being so how am I got Jimmy now. I'm just sitting here smiling. I've never been against Jimmy. It's this guy to my left. He know who I'm talking to. I, I will apologize for the Jimmy slander. Only for the simple fact that during the playoffs he showed me otherwise. But okay. his regular okay. season was absolutely terrible. I apologize for Jimmy Butler. I, I'm glad to hear that. Even in a segue, I want somebody else to my left to apologize about Clay Thompson. Oh he yeah, does. yeah, yeah, yeah! I, I actually he gave Clay is, Thompson a hard time. Yeah, this actually let's let's take a little break. <laughs> I would like to personally apologize to Clay Thompson. Um, I've been very very hard over him over the year. I mean, I've bro. said I've I've said some very terrible things. I said that he was a. I think I said that Bradley Bill was better than him. You did. You said a lot of people were better. You did than say him. Bradley Bill. DeMar DeRozan. I think you, you did say DeRozan. I think you argued DeRozan. Well, I don't all, think you necessarily said that. With all that said, let me tell y'all one thing. Clay Thompson is the baddest dude in Golden State, man. He is. And he I want to tell y'all the story of what changed his mind. It wasn't uh-huh. even basketball related. This guy said that he called me. He says, Man, did you hear about that Clay Thompson story where he was he got in trouble for smoking weed at Washington State? Oh man, that's my guy now. <laughs> like, yo. Yeah. I thought he was like he just was too like normal to me. I didn't think he did anything like that was risky. I'm like, oh he got in trouble for weed. Hey, I'm like, oh, you, Lord, you were playing off that Steph, you know, wholesome thing. Like Steph that's Steph. Yeah, right like it, like and for the longest, like you know me, I was like, Ooh, I don't like Steph. Yeah, he like Steph yeah, it was like a, he's too perfect. It's like <laughs> Clay, Clay got a different IG model every summer. What you talking about? I, I went I, mean, I hate like it, Hate is a really, really strong thing, bro. He would call me on some random stuff, bro. I really hate Clay Thompson. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, it's eight o'clock in the morning. He already on this hate. Shit. And I, I truly, he really like has evolved in like the last like six months to being like one of my favorite, favorite players and in the league. Clay, like, Clay probably has some of the best stories you'll probably ever hear that hasn't been yeah, told. Yeah, I just thought <laughs> he. I think I think I did rap him like Kelsey. I wrapped him into the 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 Steph. The Steph effect. I was like, oh, he's just so nice too. Well, <laughs> well speaking of Clay Thompson, I don't think I think we all agree that uh, I don't think there's going to be any issue with his mm-hmm. free agency. Like I said, I seen, I did read that you know if if the Warriors don't offer him a max, he'd take a meeting with the Clippers. I don't know what it is with these guys with the Clippers, but yeah, you know. But I think this just smoke the media blowing for the Clippers. It's just blowing as much smoke as because you know me, it's a conspiracy theory. What it is, everybody see what's going to happen. Lakers coming, choo, choo. Clippers. Here we come, and now everybody see. We was down, and I've been laying down for a long time. So you just sit back, just step way away from the mic, because I've been sitting back and laying here for a long time, getting beat over the head. With with just so much, with just so much class, and now that the league sees us coming back, guess what they want to do? They want to blow Clipper smoke. That's They're what they want to do. They just want to blow Clipper smoke on anything. Guess what? They blowing Clipper smoke on Anthony Davis, and we already got him. They, Anthony Davis has a meeting with the Clippers. No, he don't. The Clippers going to maybe get Kawhi, and that's it. And he going to get his head beat in for the next four years by that boy with the unibrow and that boy with the receding hairline that come back every summer. You feel me? Well, in the Clippers' defense, though, man, the organization has shown that 
They can be a really good organization with Steve Ballmer as the as the owner. They got some pretty good pieces. They got good cap space. I mean, Doc Rivers, Jerry West, and, and you know, for you, Cam, to uh, be kind of down on Clippers, you a really big Shea Gillis Alexander fan. So I don't know why you. I mean, so, that's just, like that's every just, role player. Well, first, <laughs> well, first off, I'm just a great draft. Draft analyst okay. and I told you guys to shake it. You did. That's what I'm saying. So I don't understand Wait, the Clippers. I told you he never saw him in college. He you know, looked I was, at him I, I went through my phase of or no, I, that was when I was going through my phase of being a Kentucky fan when I had like oh, left okay. Syracuse. Yeah, he is a Kentucky <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> yeah. I left Syracuse for two years and came back. So that was like the period where I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, real. Pay attention to him. And next thing you know, he was in the lotto. All right, man. So you know. Uh, calm down on the Clippers hate man. You so, gotta show some love to Clay. So I, like Clippers, I like their players. I'm just I don't like the team. I just so can't Clippers, for success. So it's been linked that the Clippers are supposed to offer or may offer Al Horford uh, a I four or five year yeah. four not five but four three or four year deal. So I'm about a hundred million. You think that's a good contract? Bad contract? I sp- that's a, a great. I think it's only a few places that make sense to me for Al Horford for that type of money. Um. I bounced one off a of real. I'm going to get to yours. I bounced one off a of real where if Kyrie go, and that's why I was saying it didn't matter to me about his leadership, they can bring in Al Horford, even if they don't get KD to come. And that's a fit. Just like you said, I think that that Clipper fit will be good only if they get Kawhi Leonard. That's only if they get Kawhi Leonard. I think you got to have a star with Kyrie, another star with right, Kyrie. Right. I think Al, Al Horford, they've shown you that, I mean, you yeah, it. you get to the playoffs with Al Horford and Kyrie. Yeah, you get to the playoffs. But that, I that think Al Horford doesn't. Too right, right. <laughs> I said they got young players on Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, you know it'd be the same <laughs> thing. Basically, and Al Horford don't necessarily have the personality nor the game that can rein in think, Kyrie. But in. think about that shit though. With Jared Allen and Al Horford as your five power forward and center, they be beating shit up everywhere out there. You need to, hey, get me up. Sound in there. <laughs> Beat shit. What's up though, Kel? I mean, I was just gonna say Al Horford. You know, we've seen what he can do. You know, he, oh. he's he's the third, fourth. I'm I'm saying he's the third, fourth option. See, now he's trying to bring it back to the Hawks, but we're not even gonna go there because I'm not. I don't. I don't want the Hawks. I don't want smoke right now. I don't. Yeah, the Hawks you, had a good draft though, man. Like I said, you should be if you a Hawks fan. I think you a Hawks you fan. Should be very very excited should, for the future. Should be excited for the future for uh, the first time in a long time. And you know me, I'm gonna go ahead and go against the grain right here on purpose. I think they played it safe in the draft. Me and Kale actually talked about this a couple of days ago because I think what they did was they reached for DeAndre Hunter because they wanted him bad, and they settled for Cam Reddish with the safe pick at 10. Think so Cam Reddish safe? It's safe because of DeAndre Hunter bust. They'll never remember we, they drafted him at number four if Cam Reddish is any good. Well, I think they should have did with that 10 pick was take that guy to Pistons to. That, what is it, Doombie, how have you said his last name? Oh, Sequoia. Safe, 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 safe. I, I just yeah. think they, I just think they played it real safe, taking two small fours in that draft in, in the lottery. I just think that was a real. Well, I safe, mean, safe. the league has shown that that wings are what's winning now. So I mean, you can never have too but, many wings. But look at their roster; they have Trey Young. They getting rid of them. You right? Look at their roster. Trae Ken Bazemore was just traded. He's gone. Morian mm-hmm. Prince was is gone. gone. <laughs> so they need That's wings. Boy, too. Yeah, like they're both team. gone. They cleared the room for right. those two guys. They got and I don't think they reached for DeAndre Hunter. I think DeAndre Hunter was going for regardless. And what they traded for him. Who was that for? Uh, oh. <laughs> Lakers. The Pelicans. Well, Lakers. Pelicans, yeah. yeah. Who was that for? I mean, Who was that for? The Lakers. The Lakers. I'm going to make real say the Lakers like, uh, 
just like a record amount of times. <laughs> so like you gonna say Lakers a thousand times. But team, like I said, the NBA is gone to small ball, so they want that lineup of Trey, Kevin, right, you know, DeAndre right. Hunter, Cam Reddish, and then John at the five. Like they that that's a def that's a def lineup right there. We talking about free agency and how we end up talking about the Hawks. How did we end up? Hey, it's gonna come to fruition, man. They the future. They the future. It is future. Kale just tried to plug the Hawks. He really he knew he knew he people try to bait me all the time. I'm tired. I'm not taking no more bait. He trying to bait me into talking about the Hawks. You trying to bait me into hating on the Lakers. Hey, speaking of the Hawks though, man, and it is free agency next year. They gonna have sixty mil, so be on the lookout for that next year. Don't know what a free agency class is gonna look like. Actually, I'm glad the Hawks are up. Would you? The Marcus Cousins. I don't. How much cash space y'all got right now? Because I got a proposition. Well, they taking all of. They taking a lot of expiring contracts right, right, this right. year, so right. we got to oh, look. Me out, hear me out. I'm I'm looking pending the cap space. I think the Marcus Cousins should be looking for a, a long term fit for his next move. Nobody's well, coming to Atlanta. We you can look through history. Nobody comes to well, I have no idea why. Joe Maybe Johnson, it's baby. The ISO it's Joe. The, it's, the, it's the fans. And I'm not going to even get started because I ain't going to get started. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a, that's a really a, a whole hour special we can do on Atlanta. Unless, unless Boogie's offered anywhere close to a max, he's taking a short-term deal. I because agree. he's going to prove that he's back this next year. And I think he's going back to the Warriors. Perfect fit for him this year. He'll be the second option. Second option. All right. Him and Steph, because Draymond showed he cannot carry a scoring load. That's my At guy. All. That's my guy. At all. But uh, that offense, that jump shot has regressed. He looks no confidence in it. DeMarcus Cousins, clearly second best option on that team. So and I out of shape, DeMarcus Cousins was the second exactly. best option. Can't so. jump DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> Can't jump over a phone book. And he was still putting him in the basket. Yeah. So... I think he'll take a short-term deal again with get the Warriors, con- yep. get back in shape, get back to winning, and then after that, he out for yeah, he, he he out, he out. Winning what? I mean, winning games. Oh, the regular season. Hey, 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 okay, be, okay, okay. you know, he never led, as a former Kings fan, you know, he never led us to anything. Oh, so. he's no leader now. Yeah. Let's not get that confused. <laughs> That's why I don't understand why you left. Y'all got the closest y'all ever got without him. No. Like, this year? What y'all mm-hmm. missing by a game or something? Yeah, that's true. Let's no. say y'all... Not y'all. What's going on? Well, now nah, last major guy that I think we should talk about probably is Kimball Walker. Right. Um, I think he's got some some big decisions to make because, like I said, he seems like a guy that wants to be loyal to Charlotte. Right. But he, Charlotte's got that same problem Atlanta got. Nobody wants right. to come, and they got a ton of bad contracts. I have <sighs> no idea what MJ's thinking. Greatest of all time. But, boy, is he a bad GM. Let me tell you. Can I just say that Nicholas I, I- – Batum. Oh yeah, MKG on the Marvin books. Williams, Marvin Williams, Nicholas Batum literally got five year one twenty. They paid him at to be a second option. Five year one twenty, but I do want to say uh, that's bad. That's absolutely terrible. <laughs> if I'm Kimball Walker, there's no way I'm taking a discount. I've been here this long. I've endured this. That's what I was about to I'm get at. Taking my bag. Or I'm moving out. I think I think he went ahead and got out in front of this when he said, you know, I'm gonna take a discount from Charlotte because I don't think Charlotte gonna get him that super max. Now so he wants I, to stay. I think he wants to stay I, for some so reason. So I do think he was saying, you know, I am gonna take a discount for Charlotte because I don't think that super max was even on the table for him. I think they're gonna re up him, give him a lot of money, but not two hundred and twenty one million dollars. I say this real lightly because this 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 could happen. MJ would be a damn fool 
to T- give Kimba two hundred and twenty. But right. we talking about MJ here. <laughs> but we also talking about once again what free agent. Wants to go to Charlotte. Right. None of them do. None You're of, none have of them have to do. pay him. You don't have anybody else to attract I, to that team. I think it's, how old is Kimba? 30. He's 30. 30. 29 or 30. At it, least. It's, to me, you just, I'm not paying him that type of money. Who are you going to pay? Uh, I say pay him, not 221 mil. Blow, just, Who are you going to pay? I blow everything up. Like, so June I push the button and blow everything up. And so just now you hoping on Zion? No, you just you just you got to redo it through the draft, MJ. You so how much do you give him, Keith? Lord, I just what did I just say, MJ? Do it in the draft. I had to give him what he asked for. You got to get rid of some of these other bad contracts. Oh, he no, ain't the problem. I, I agree, but he is not the problem. I agree, but two hundred twenty-one. When you offer Nicholas Batum five years, one twenty, that's a big mistake. That's, uh, MKG is. He was fantastic at, at what, Kentucky, like, but he's terrible. He's never he healthy. Fourteen, thirteen mil. 15 years yeah, yeah, Marvin crazy. Williams Marvin got Williams. another 12 13 he would have never got that bag with that jump shot let me tell you one thing exactly you shoot like that and you shoot it nah I'm not giving you so 15 so don't tell me dollars. Kimber like is the issue he gets his bag well the well Charlotte guys, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's the issue what I'm saying is he just I can't give him 40 million dollars yeah I don't think he gets I the max him, but and at the same time I understand him not taking Okay, so saying so saying he leaves. What other team you think is the best fit? I got a dark horse, Dallas. I was going to say the Mavs too. Dallas is a dark horse. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's probably Kemba's main focus. I think he wants to go to the Lakers, but to me, I think uh, Dallas, um, Lakers. um, Who else? Uh, Knicks. I, like I don't want him. Knicks being the same position. I mean, right. the Knicks ain't drew no no one either in a right, while. Right, even though right. that's a big market, but you know, you take him by himself. I, I don't, know, but you know, that's you just have to max him right. max him out damn near. Yeah, that's teams. That's probably what the only couple teams get with cap space to throw him that back. Uh, moving on, um, I got a couple uh, guys that. Um, Kind of under the radar, but uh, lower value guys, guys who I think um, won't necessarily be the guys who are falling on day one, but um, or I'll be great glue additions guys. to the team. Yeah, great glue guys. Uh, the center uh, market is really, really good. Uh, shoot, you got Vucevic. I was about to say you want to start with Vuk. Vuk is under the radar guy. Right, very under Why? the radar. He is very under y'all, the radar. Y'all tripping the best. I mean, second we tier. Was it, you know, second tier. We can say second tier. Day two. Best, day two free agents. The How about best that? Day two free agent out there. A little six two guard from Chicago, Illinois. No sir. I already got my plane ticket booked. I already I told y'all. To he loves. A, he loves him a a role player boy. Nothing like a role player for Cam Will. Vukovic was an all star. Yeah, Vukovic was all star. So I'm trying to. I'm really trying to figure out where you go. He really is a. Vucevic won. I don't think any team that is a contender is gonna offer him a contract. Right? Problem is the money. It's yeah, gonna be the money. the money. He's gonna get near max, and right. no contenders got that type of money. Right, right. So right. when I talk about importance, I really talk about like the guys out here are gonna be valuable to win championships. I mean, he's under. Right. He he could be a part. He's a perfect center this day and age. He shoots. He the three. shoots the three. Right. Rebounds. rebounds. But who? 
Look how small he came up in the first. The uh, Lakers can take days. him. Honestly, I he, don't. Did you see what he did? But you got to understand he's that he's, the, he's yeah. still a big man, and you need guards. And Orlando, you can't name the Orlando has no great yeah. guards. He's, no not, guards he's not the guy that you're going. He's not Nikolai Jokic that's yeah. going to take you there. But you put you pair him next to LeBron James. He want max money, don't he? I don't know what he I don't know what he wants. He's like, underrated. So I think he was an all-star last year, so I think but you gotta understand this. don't want some max money, right? Yeah, but the center market. Who's giving so, him that? That's a good question. Uh, hey, that's why we're talking about it, because I have no idea. Yeah, it's like, who giving him that? I don't know that? where he going. He going right back to Orlando. All right, but you but mentioned Orlando, Pat Bev. you going to pay him? You got more bonds, or you not. drafted it might be like in them 2K leagues where you come into the next season. He's still, still out there <laughs> free agency. He's still free agency. Nobody can sign him. That's yeah. in baseball now. Like, closer just signed like midway through yeah, the I season. Yeah. I said, I am like, damn, but, the All-Star game coming in. But like you said, Pat Bev is, is another guy that's, right. that's deserving some money. His jump shot's come a long way. Tough as nails. Lakers sign him up. Big Bag Bev. That's his new name. Hey, man, if I'm Big Pat Bev, coming from where I came from, uh, he's one of the few guys within this day and age who's really made not a whole lot of money when it comes to NBA standards. NBA standards. Like if I'm him, and I mean there is something something about being a contender, but he has never got a bag. So if I'm Pat Bev, I'm going to get that Let's bag. Be honest, man. Though, nobody's giving him that bag. I think you, somebody could give him 15 mil easy, Keith. I mean, I, I can see him getting 15 yeah, mil. Man. I don't know, man. All right. That's tough. Fifteen mil. I can see it. I can Trying see. Run around. All right, check this out. Check this out. Dark, dark, dark. Oh, my boy got a game. Dark okay. horse for Pat Bev, Phoenix Suns. Need a point guard really bad. Got some money to throw to him. That's not a bad fit. Ooh, I can see him. See him you know, going there. You, you know why I want my guy, but but I will admit that's that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a good one. So with that in mind, with with contracts and under the radar guys. I'm thinking about people getting overpaid. I'm thinking about Chris Paul and that badass contract he got over there. I'm thinking about sure the Wizards just been kicking themselves all offseason. They drafted that guy from Gonzaga instead of Cam Reddish. They got John Wall on the book start next year for 40. Of them That's a things. good question about John Wall. I'm on the fence about him. Bad jumper. Jumpers never extended outside of 15 feet. Athleticism going down off the surgery. Oh yeah, he, oh. didn't he tear his Achilles? Tear his Achilles. Yeah. Yeah, everybody forgot about him. He, he might be a really bad player next year if he no, plays. No, 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 he won't be a really bad player. But <laughs> we're just gonna go and collect the bargain and ask him for an amnesty again. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got to trade their best player away just to deal with this John Wall situation, ain't that? Yes. But speaking of that, I think it's gonna be a few guys that get overpaid in this in this free agency cycle. Um, because you say the center market over, I think it's, the centers aren't going to get overpaid this right, summer like right. they, they usually do. But I think this summer it's going to be some guys, more wing players, shooters, that I think going to get some money that they don't. Yeah, Pat McCall. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he gets paid is overpaid. Pat McCall, man, I'm telling you, I'm giving him at least a, at least he a winner. You can't say that. He's a winner. <laughs> he a winner. I don't, I don't he know. Winner. Listen. He's good for the culture. I don't know what he does in the locker room. We know all played sports before, but I think he's that guy that probably like he 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 never is gonna take your spot. But every practice, you probably feel like he's gonna take your spot because he just plays so hard. Pat hits his shots, and when he don't want to hit Whoa. him, he, he 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 passes it. Y'all saw that? <laughs> you saw that one play when he was wide open, and he was like, "No, I pass it." He passed it straight to Kawhi, and Kawhi made the shot. I was like, "Good play." Yeah, we don't need guys who just passes to Kawhi, but. Going back to what I was saying, 
I think a couple guys that will end up having a regrettable. I won't say it'll be a bad contract at the beginning, um, but regrettable, more regret- regrettable contract. I think Tobias Harris going is first on that list. Mm. He's he's he was a late bloomer. I was he like he's in the late yeah. late twenties. Well, he's twenty seven, so he's still got a couple late, years. Late twenties, and he's, he's definitely going to demand max money. Um, right, right. Think he a day two about, guy. Yeah, what, but think about whatever team takes him and end up giving him twenty five million dollars a year in year three. What are you looking at yourself and saying about I think Tobias he'll Harris? be fine, but I just don't think he's your – you're going to have to give him max money. I don't think he's a guy that you can just necessarily win with right? as right. far as your main guy. So, he's a good third There's a lot of guys out there that's demanding that money, and you can't really win with him. Like John Wall. John Wall going to get paid $40 million like we just talked about. Right, I don't right. think you win a championship with John Wall. So he's going to get the money he deserves. He played fantastic. He – wasn't he all star this year? Well, all star shot yeah. shot good from the Tobias Harris. Was he? I think almost should have been. No, he's in the should have been absolutely not. I'm not he was it. clearly the best player on the Clippers. Definitely, clearly the best player on the Clippers, though, hands down. Doing okay. I you think if he was an easy, he probably would have made I it. I think also another guy though is do. I guess a question would be, do you pay Chris Middleton? Because he's gonna like. Nah, he definitely was an all star, right? And he's gonna demand max money from the Bucks. I think he stays with the Bucks just because right. he feels that at home atmosphere. He feels like yeah. a low maintenance guy, yeah. but he could surprise us. But I don't. I don't think he get away from the Bucks. Yeah, you have to talk about Brogdon too. So what about Brogdon? Bucks situation the, is interesting as a whole. Yeah, they gotta, I think the Bucks are in a. Uh, a weird position because I they got with Miritich, they got they just paid Bledsoe. They got Miritich, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, and Brogdon. They all got to pay. I think it's a right. foregone conclusion that I think they're gonna let Miritich run. Right, right. Um, and then I think it comes down to now I don't know a hundred percent about the cap space, but it looks like they're gonna have to pass on one of the other three. In which, for me, I mean, y'all already told me earlier. You think the 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 I man, no way, Lopez. no way, no way. Well, I think Brooke is Lopez maybe. I think Brook Lopez may be out. I think, but I think you go as a Buck, not a Bucks fan. I'm not a Bucks fan, but as a, if I was in the Bucks organization, I think this is our clear shot to win a championship. This right, is right. time right now. And so you, you go into the luxury. You strike when I, you strike when the iron's hot, man. Yeah, I this mean, is time. As you, this is as you can you see, as you can see with the Warriors, you Chris never Middleton's know. Middleton's not that old, right. you know. So. He's, Pretty young, he's, actually. He's twenty six. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, you, I mean, them some risky guys going to the luxury tax. But, but I say this when you know when you say they risky to go on luxury tax. What happens is if you don't replace them, I mean, if you if you let them go, you can't really replace them for anything. It's another one of those places of who's coming. Yeah, to who's the coming back to Milwaukee? Like, you know what I mean? Milwaukee's cold. Yeah, and they got seventeen point two million in cap. Right. The Bucks. Right. But because in, that's probably going to be used on Brook. Um, Brogdon's restricted, so you you, you see that's going to get ate up by by Brogdon. Probably. Yeah, you 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 see where Brogdon can it, I let him go? I don't think you let him go, but to me, you 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 see what he can go get in free agency, and then you match the gonna, offer. Somebody going to offer him a max offer sheet. I, I don't. You, I, mean, I, don't does, I mean, how does I mean how does that? He's he's a restricted. He's right restricted. Now? I mean, so that's you know, got to be the case anyway. Right. You you, yeah, you, you see, I have a choice. I, to to me, I I don't go to Brogdon first day and take care of him. I go to Chris Mid. I go to Brooke. And I say, hey, bro, then you go get what you can get out here, and we match whatever you can get. And to me, that's – and then like me and Keith discussed earlier, you just go get – if if all else fails, you just drop Ilya Sova and salary cap dump. Ilya Sova, salary cap dump. 
Real Steve, the, G- the GM specialist. <laughs> Real, I mean, Kel, you've been uh, checking out the big three, right? Oh yeah, I, I watch. I watch it all the time. That, that's that's see, that's the thing though. I feel like you know it's something new to do during the off season. You know, they have cheap games, and I get to see my favorite players. But the real question is, do you think the big three is a good business model? Mm, good business model, I think, is excellent. Um, I think it's something I think at first I was skeptical about it, but I think that the players, the all the older players bought into it and kind of elevated it. I think it's, it almost segue into this, like, after I'm done in the league kind of league where I can still right, show people right. I got it type league. It's fun to watch. It's fun to see kind of some of your old favorite players get out there and get buckets again, kind of see them go at each other. Um, I was actually thinking to myself, it might turn into something like, you know, if we can ever get like Kobe in it, maybe, you know, we can <laughs> see doubt, Kobe. We can see Kobe and T-Mac go back at it again. It may be something like that one day. I don't right. know, but I, do, I definitely love the business model and the direction of it. Oh, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely fantastic. And, and, Honestly, the players are going to drive it. As long as he's able to continue to get the big name players, yep, the known the ones players, that's the yeah. known players, mm-hmm. and like more and more are starting to come, then it'll be successful and it'll last a long time because players are getting booted out of the league or, or retiring all the time. So, and a lot of guys, I mean, they they they, they still have the you know they still have the the drive to continuously play, and this is something they can look forward to doing they they also can it's not a long season it's just throughout the summer and i don't know about the model like i said i've never seen anybody outside nba players but i watch and i seen frank nitty out there drew league drew league <laughs> specialist mvp and right like i said i didn't i didn't even know they were taking those guys but yeah. he may just be a special guy but he definitely got game so yeah well he didn't play in the nba so he good but now that you're talking about requirements i do have a gripe with his model Joe Johnson has no <laughs> ISO Joe has zero no business in the big three. ISO Joe three. has zero business in the what? big three. He, <laughs> like, dude, like, man, he scored 27 out of 50 points, and every bucket was easy. Easy bucket. I mean, that's buckets. been his model of his game. No, man, go play overseas. Man. What I'm saying go is, go play overseas. He can, yes, yeah. he can. Still fits his <laughs> NBA suits. If you do, if you can still fit your NBA suit, Keith, you have no. You gotta Nate be Robinson, 15 Nate pounds Robinson overweight. Still, you gotta be at least 40. That's <laughs> no. Nah, Nate Robinson can still fit his suit. Yeah, he, he still have it. Nate Robinson can't play in the league no more though. Why not? I don't. He's I mean, just so small. What, wait, wait, wait. What the midget? He been in the league how long? He ain't grew. We can get him out of there if that's what it takes to get Joe Johnson. Yeah, if Joe's, yeah. So the league is for Big Baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Why, yes. While you playing, you know, he hit the game with her the other week. Oh, really? He did score the game. Yeah, remember I told y'all that time, that story. I'm glad you said Big Baby. You remember that time I told y'all that story? I felt I went to the gym for the first time and I didn't have no legs and I couldn't dunk. <laughs> and I told I, I tried to describe the dunk I missed. You remember that time Big Baby got the steal and he was on the fast break and tried to dunk it, but he couldn't get up there? That's really how it That's happened. how you I got to show you the video. That's an LSU special. Pull it up. Pull it up. That's an LSU guy. And I also want to mention to you, uh, we're not going to get into too much college here, but I want my guy, he's an LSU guy, 
Nas Reed didn't even get drafted. I, just I you did. Put that you know out what? There. That is really and that's really, really crazy. Weird that, like I said, this started draft off as a lottery pick, wow. right? It was a lottery pack. He didn't get drafted. He's undrafted. That was weird. Did he sign with anybody? He did sign. Oh, I don't know who he signed with? with, but he did sign. Can you let it Nas up, Reed. Wow. I really didn't know that. Totally, yeah, totally. I just thought about you just yeah. mentioned LSU, yeah. you know, yeah. LSU guy, and I thought that was crazy. Nas I didn't Reed. think he was like, I was talking a lot of shit like to you. I think it was yeah. like Nas Reed because you yeah, know LSU you guy, but I knew he wasn't that good. Uh, but damn, oh. to go undrafted. And he was viewed as a lottery pick. Cam Johnson, Johnson was 11. Like 11. Yeah. And this guy don't get a chance? Nas Reed did. Nas Reed wow. did go. Also, we show you that big baby video. But yeah, That's bro, insane. big back to the big three, bro. Uh, Joe Johnson has zero business out there. I, I, I think uh, Gilbert Arenas, he's supposed to be out there. Yeah, he, he, but I think I, he's selling. I think he's selling. Think he's, he's definitely selling. selling. He's. He, he, I, I think he realized that uh, the games are a lot more serious than what he's probably ready for. Yeah, and he, he can't be hibachi out there, so yeah, he's like, yeah, he was just. I think he was just talking a little too much shit on the yeah, podcast. He, yeah, yeah. He, he, I think he went out there, hit a couple LA fitnesses, and got his ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna sit the first game out. Yeah, ten to night or something. Yeah, good. like I, I was looking forward to Gilbert Arenas, and then I saw that he's, uh, he's not playing. I'm like, wow. But. Um, But another thing while we're real looking at this video, shout out to Lisa Leslie. She got oh, Lord, what is Big Baby doing, man? Oh, my God. <laughs> I really missed it, like, I missed it like that. I was so embarrassed. Oh, man. I was so embarrassed. Um, but shout out to Lisa Leslie. She got a coaching job at the Big Three. Right. I like to see that. I like to see. Um, Nancy Lieberman, too, right? Um, not sure. I was looking through the highlights, and I yeah. definitely I seen think Nancy Lieberman is coaching, too. I like to see that because I do think that that – the big three because of the NBA talent, the old NBA talent that comes in and just gonna naturally get exposure is gonna elevate these female coaches, I think, to to some prominence where people will start um taking them more serious definitely with these other coaching jobs, moving into these men's coaching jobs in the NBA. So I definitely shout out to Lisa Leslie. And um I think some other people got some females got some jobs this summer in, in the NBA. I cannot right Remember, recall the name, but um, definitely uh, was hired. Oh, Cavs, Cavs hired Cavs, a. Um, what's her name? Cal, what's the, uh, can't remember her name, but Cavs definitely hired a women's coach. Uh, I look forward to seeing a little bit of more of that type of stuff in uh, within the NBA. You see, a, you see a couple. Lindsey Gottlieb. Okay, Lindsay Gottlieb. right, right. Yep. Shout out to Lindsey Gottlieb. Yeah, you see a lot of women refereeing the game now in the NBA. Uh, you know, Adam Silver was saying he wanted more representation of women, so you probably see more of that. I think that's great for the NBA. I think it women, is. they know the game just like, right. just like, especially the old players. They got that experience. And right. I think guys are respect that, especially women that play and will definitely listen. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Kel. And hopefully some of that would trickle to the WNBA because, you know, right now they're struggling um, a lot with, you know, Salary and all those things, so you that, know exposure. That, that's helps. a that's a I think that's a whole that's a there, yeah that's a yeah. that's a whole different. I don't even do think it's viewership. the lack of coaching. Yeah, I don't have viewership coaching to me. Honestly, I, yeah. I enjoy basketball. It's hard to watch, but but I just I'm saying it's there's a lack of respect. So I, it's it's truly kale is to me personally they deserve more. They deserve more, but numbers but are numbers. Numbers are numbers. Right. You can't. I can't make. <laughs> 
I can't bring a dollar bill in here and cut it in four pieces and it mean anything. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. I can only split it, you know, how we can split what it. we got. Yeah. Right. And right, so right. to go with what Keith said, I love basketball and, and will watch basketball. I could see some kids playing out there in front of the house probably and would and would stop and watch them play. But the dumb me, I think, needs to do something about the overall their product and how they promote and market. Oh yeah, that's that's my point. That's what I'm saying. If people see that, hopefully we can get some more exposure and get people to you know go to the WNBA because like I see commercials during the finals of the WNBA and people still aren't watching it. So it's something that's got to be fair. I don't know the solution personally, but yeah, and I watch and I watch and then but like I said, like you said, the money is an issue. Um, you got it's so much of it. It takes away from the product because they have to play. So long, you don't understand that they playing the WNBA, then after that season, they, they go, go straight overseas, overseas and, play. and, 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 and make run. twice as much money. Right, they make, yeah. But then you're not getting the best product. Right, you're not getting the best product here. They tired. They tired. And some of them taking, they, like, uh, who's taking a year off this year? Um, Tarasi, wasn't it? No, not this year. Tarasi's taking years off, but from the, the Minnesota team. Oh, Maya team, Moore. Maya Moore's taking a year yeah, off. Maya Moore, right. You know, and they need that. But if you right. were paying them enough here, you don't have that problem. Yeah. You don't have that problem. But you I know, just, it, you got to pay what. You got to pay them what will make a sustainable model. And what they're getting paid is something that's had them be sustainable. Like, a lot of people don't know this, but the NBA subsidizes the WNBA. Right. You know, um, so what they're paying them is what's what's sustainable. It's easy to look at somebody like, I don't know, uh, like how we were discussing MKG in – uh, Brittany Griner says, "Hey, MKG makes thirteen million dollars, and I'm an all-star WNBA player and probably top center in the league, and I only make I don't know what two hundred, three hundred thousand. Like, but you have to understand that the NBA brings in billions, where WNBA, WNBA only brings in millions. And, and, and that goes like you said, like to, to the marketing and like right, I yeah, understand. In, in the grand scheme of it, I look at it, I get it. MKG, like we just said, he <laughs> probably getting not, too much money. But for I also the think standard. it's not just that. I think they're also arguing the 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 amount that they're getting, the the, the split. Right, you know what? Because, You're right. That BRI, so basketball much, related right. it's income, it's not so much right, about right. the money that they don't have. Because I, right. I, like you said, these women are very intelligent. They know the game. Right. I think they understand that point. That okay, yeah, we're not going to get NBA salaries because we're not right. bringing in that product. But why are these execs taking so much, oh, yeah. and yeah. we're not getting? You know as what? Much? I think I did read something where, um, for example, the NBA basketball related income was something like what forty nine percent or. Like, they get half or something like that where WNBA was like 34 or 33 or something. So, I can't yeah, I see think, that argument. And I think that's what they're more so arguing, not so much as the money that's being in the sport. Like I said, they got money there. Right. We'll share it with Is, us. Isn't that more the collective bargaining? I mean, I'm not could sure. Be, could be. Could be. I've not done sure. enough research to see. Yeah, have because, a, I mean, like, it, that sounds like something that the owners and the players meet and discuss about all the splits, all the revenues, right? So right, I would, right. I don't – I mean, I don't – I'm not a lawyer, nor you know. I don't want to get off into that. Um, that that WNBA, like I said, right along with uh, what was the other topic? That's probably one we can go all day about. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so speaking of coaching, now I'm glad you brought that up, Keith, because it just sparked me to think about another conversation me and Real had about coaching in the AAU circuit. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I am really, really, really. Disappointed in the AAU circuit, like, and it's because I always hear about it, but when you go to these major tournaments, you really see how bad the coaching is, and and how bad the AAU circuit has become because of it. 
coming from, I played in it. Shout out to the family of Detroit. You know, we got plenty of alumni. Like Nike that. sponsor, yeah, right? Yeah, we Nike yeah. sponsor. Yeah, we, yeah, I grew we up played playing with them. We grew up playing with them. So, like I said, I, I got kind of a firsthand experience. I can tell you from experience, we practiced before we went to tournaments maybe twice. Right. It's not really it's not really for the coaches. They're not doing the developing. They're not I don't think it's for them to do development. It's not. It's for it's for exposure. But honestly. I think but I think that AAU is turning into such a big part of these players' development that it's on the coaches to spend that time now because of this it's is going, not, they don't have time. These coaches all, have regular jobs, I promise you. These coaches got and, regular jobs. The problem job. is because everybody gets this great idea. Hey, let's go start an AAU team because they player or they friend or they kids didn't get on, and then now it's because it's just. Well, but they take the best of the best. Well, well, that's true in in in, in some instances, Cam. But uh, speaking for somebody to play with South Carolina Ravens, who's Nike sponsor, uh, as me and Keith can attest to, um, generally Nike sponsor teams and all teams on shoe circuits tend to. You know, like he says, these guys have regular jobs, but what they do is grab the best players from that area. The best of the best. And, you know, it, it is hard to practice because you grab the best of generally out of the state or out of the area, yes, and right. it's hard so, to get everyone together. So do you think that all – I understand what you guys are saying about getting it all together, but do you think that because of that – other people go and start other teams. Right. Does that hurt the product? I, 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 I do. I, I don't. Do. I don't I actually don't think so because you're actually taking it hurts if it hurts for the other kids. Yeah, I can say you, that. It yeah, hurts it for the other kids because but but you, you're sponsored because you're taking the best of the best. And you and you what you don't know, they'll lose their sponsorship. If you don't they keep will. the best of the best, they'll pull it. Well, they'll take it to another team. Well let me ask so, you this, Keith. Uh somebody you played with a family and me and you kinda of around the same age, uh back when probably when me and you played, um if you didn't play for the family, there you just played on a local AAU team, and you had to work your way into playing in the family, or you just didn't play at all. Whereas now, these it's just a million AAU teams yeah, created outside of the but, family. Because I think there's more, there's more circuits. I think there's now you got Under Armour that's prominent now that wasn't right. prominent back then. Right, Adidas was there, but it wasn't as big right. as Nike. They had Reebok. So you had Reebok. So you got different teams, but and I think it's it's more so of. What am I trying to say here? Um, I think back in the day, it was a lot harder to to get on those teams because there was more loyalty right. with the team. And it's not; it wasn't as many. I grew up ten. I grew up playing on the family since I was ten. Right. My spot was secure. Right. Better point guards than me. My spot was secure. Right. Been with the program since I was little. Right. Nowadays, they don't care. Yeah, you don't play. I'm going to another team. Yeah. See, see so where care. I come from. <laughs> What I came up in, it was either you played for what the Georgia Blazers or Georgia Stars, Georgia Stars, or your ass didn't play. And so, guess what my ass was doing? Playing Xbox in the sun. And there's pl- <laughs> and there's plenty of that, and, and, and it's, it's unfortunate. But that, it that takes it upon that shit. But that should fuel your fire as a but kid see, if you want to play. But, but, right, but, but that doesn't happen like that yeah, anymore. It gets diluted, you know. It just yeah, because it's now because instead of you know back then. People, when you didn't get, you know, on the Blazers or the Stars, you just, you know, you went and worked harder so you can get back the next summer. Now Cam Dads go create his yeah, own team. But what, but, but what is, yeah, but you could do that back then, but what is that diluting? Because what it is is now you take these kids, you just, because you, I got money. Sense of entitlement. Yeah, I got money. You, you still can't play kids. in the top tournaments. They, but they, but most, most of the other tournaments, you just take them there. They just go out there and waste time, waste resources, waste, you know, we're just poor. They go out there, they get their ass whooped, and they have a good time. Because it's still, if, if you're in a <laughs> tournament true. with the big name teams, that's not doing nothing for your kids. Go out there and get their ass whooped. What's that proving to me? What's that doing for me? 
But that's what's happening. I'm literally watching yes. it happen. But what does that have? What does that have to do with the development of the kids? Those you just took. If I take because if you're I had taking a son, them out there, just what? You, because what the, the whole team for me spawns from is because my kid didn't make it. So now I'm gonna go make a team. We gonna go get guys. We are just gonna go run up to the same tournaments that we couldn't get in because my team, you know, because my son didn't make this team, and it's nothing fueling the team. But my kid didn't make it, and right. so I'm just making this team for a path. For my team, they're not doing it to develop I, the kids. They're not doing it to do I, anything for the kids. Go ahead, Kel. So, what is the solution then? I don't know. The, I think it got the, the solution probably isn't something that can happen. But to me, I think you you get back to not having as many teams. Uh, you get back uh, to actually training as opposed to going to these AAU tournaments. I mean, but that's also on the kid and the parent. Okay, I agree. my son ain't good enough yet. So instead of me creating a team for my son with these sorry other dudes, go get to this gym and work so I can make this team. That's not happening. But that's not on the AAU circuit. Now, if I take my son, I'll tell you what happened right now. If my son didn't make the family, right? If I take him, we go work, we go work, we go work. My son come back to nature. He dropping 30 in high school. The AAU team going to come calling me. Right. That's that's generally what happens. that's, that's, they that's, got to have you right. They don't have a choice And more and more You're seeing that happen You look at Java Morant Well his dad You know see all those videos of Him getting trained You see you know RJ You see all these players Who have that investment From those parents Yeah and it definitely Come from the parents And a lot of the time I think it's either On one end It's the parents It's kind of Blindly living a dream Through their kid And then like you say In the case of Java Morant And, and, and RJ Beard they actually, you know, doing it the right way. You got to work. I mean, you unfortunately, gotta you got to work. And like I said, you like you said, you starting the AAU team, don't do nothing because you can't get in the big tournament where Coach K is at. Can't get in there because you got to win on the actual circuit right, to get right. into those tournaments. True. So, like I said, that's honestly a waste of money, waste of time. When you that's, could just, why I, that's why I really I don't like this. I don't think it, when you do it that way, I don't think it does the kids a, it, a service. I mean, and I you think want that, your kid yeah, to go out there and yeah. be the man and drop 30 and lose by 30, that's fine. I yeah, mean, I you know, or go is. win a local tournament, that's cool. But that don't get you any more looks than you had before. And it don't make you a better basketball player. Yeah. So was it ever, like, because I never was recruited for basketball, but was it like really a time where you could, obviously Pat Bear made it, but he kind of went the other route where you could play? Like at the high, at like make like high D one and not play AU. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it, different ways to do it. Like right. you go to camps, like it was Michigan camp and Michigan State right. camp and those schools. See, you go to Tlee. Every university probably had their own camp, right? And that helps draw kids that you don't get to see. You see a kid there at your camp that you like, you write his name down, you go see him high school. And, and generally speaking, you um, a lot of slept on guys generally come from lower. Areas, I mean, like the John Morant, you know, he small town in South Carolina. Uh, you probably Keith probably sees guys who's who's outside of Detroit, like not necessarily in Detroit, but like right outside of Detroit, who might go under the radar but as opposed. Also, there's three hundred and what three hundred and sixty D one. Right, 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 right. Yeah, just because we don't see them at Duke, don't, don't mean, mean they're not. Yeah, yeah. so you got to look at all these little conferences that got these Division One players. Right, they got D one players. Yeah, so you it, you it's, it's it is kind of harder coming from a small city at times, but at the same time, uh, I always like to say the cream rises to the top. I mean, if you look at the league now, I mean, how many guys are high D one Duke, Kentucky, um, UCLA, or you know right, those type think, of guys? And I think you have to keep it this way because, like you said, the cream 
Always rise to the top, right? And so you have to look at it as the NBA draft is sixty players. Right. You got to be able to weed them out at some point. Every life ain't fair, you know. So (laughs) you know that's it's all about the work you're gonna put in. Big facts. Big 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 facts. But everybody, thanks for listening to the Has Been podcast. It's been real. Please subscribe to our weekly podcast available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Don't forget to visit our website and follow us on social media. We out. Y'all put on the front. I put on the crew. When I when they win, y'all gon' know them too. Bitch, don't wear my nerves. Let me work my mood. I this pipe, I'm tuckin', they ballin', I'm budget, you cats, I'm puffin', you see, there's nothing, I feel it, they front, dumbin' through these sons, keep on count money, keep on count money. Keep up pace, keep up pace, keep up pace, yeah. Keep up pace, keep up pace, keep up pace.